As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazette. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. And now, your host, Randy Bazette. Well, welcome back uh, to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. And last episode, we really talked a lot about next generation and impacting them and the practical things that we can do as leaders in churches to connect with students in the next gen during this uh, COVID, this pandemic that we're all facing right now. A lot of practical things. If you missed the last episode, I would encourage you just kind of pause here and go back and listen to the last one because there's all sorts of practical things that you can just implement to impact and to reach and connect with the next gen. For this episode, what I want to dig into is, I think, what is most important. It's, it's most important in the sense of you have to have both. Uh, it's kind of a both and, not an either or. So uh, you need the practical things, but we're going to talk about the spiritual implications and what's important because you could program all the incredible things you wanted, but if you didn't uh, give the spiritual content and really impact students the next gen spiritually then we're just like all the other noise channels and all the other noise and things that are happening uh, in the digital world right now so you're going to be blessed by this episode thanks for tuning in i know it'll bless you and encourage you now i think we might need to give more context as well to our listeners because uh april you alluded to the 1900 prayer so people don't know what that is and then your challenge on the next morning is tagging back to the prayer at 1900 yeah, right and maybe if we back up pastor Randy, why don't you share where this prayer 1900 came from and because all of what you guys are talking about has been built from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what came out of your heart but i think it's a great example of how the whole church can work together even digitally so that the whole household is mm-hmm. is interacting and engaging in something yeah so when this whole thing started is COVID-19 is the virus uh, name and, and number. And uh, we decided that we would start doing a prayer every day at 1900 at seven o'clock to put out to the church. We're all praying together for each other and against this virus and all of these things. So it was with that that Luke and April came together and said, well, let's do something for the kids and do a, a prayer for them as well, like a daily devotional and a prayer. Mm-hmm. And so you guys, we're doing the same scriptures, and so we're paralleling, paralleling the adults and the kids at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, April, you took it uh, another step, a whole other level. <laughs> yes. And then the next morning, parents are waking up, and they're getting the daily challenge for their kids, which is to reinforce, like, God is our fortress yeah. and building a fortress. So. All of these things, the messages are being reiterated and Mm -hmm. talked about over and over and over again to get integrated in the family, then the adults and the kids, and everybody's talking about the same thing. So unity is so important. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you guys took my idea. Pastors, that's when you know you have the right team. (laughs) (laughs) They take your ideas and not do them. That Mm -hmm. No, no. 
you've you've misunderstood it greatly if you think that's a good team member they take your ideas and not do them they take your ideas and they make them better there you go yeah. and that's what you guys have done yeah that's that's where thaddeus falls out of the boat yeah, <laughs> yeah. you gotta roll with it i know just i keep roll. bringing it up you gotta just go these we're gonna tell you all about the resources at the end but you just you go go to randy bz.com yes. yep uh that's where you'll get all the resources there's a page there that has all of the things that we're doing all the categories for adults and staff and uh, sops and protocols and kids and youth and all of those things and then you can watch these covid19 devotionals we're doing yeah. and yeah. one of the very first ones you did right. luke was with Jesus right with the disciples yeah, yeah. The, and, yeah. and he's doing an illustrated sermon with some little <laughs> figurines or whatever and and one of them fell out of the boat and you, during your illustration of the storm and you just called him Thaddeus Thaddeus I just decided yeah. that was Thaddeus we lost Thaddeus not in the Bible we're rolling with it that, that was the night we decided we were going to do it and we shot all so those bad. for the first week just like out of nowhere right and I'm I'm thinking while we're shooting we just got to roll man we don't have time to stop and do more takes because yeah. we were right under the gun there when it first came down so yeah. oh, uh, sometimes man. magic happens man <laughs> you just gotta awesome. capitalize on you it do. you gotta roll with it um i want to circle back to something just thinking about our listeners and maybe a question that might be out there because both jordan and luke and Abra, all of you guys um pastor randy we've some of the stuff that Bayside has been creating and putting out, it's a combination of both spiritually connecting with people mm -hmm. and investing in people spiritually, but also we're not afraid to have a little fun and mm -hmm. act goofy. Um, so from a from a practical standpoint, somebody's listening, we got a ministry leader, a pastor listening. How how have you guys balanced that in this season? Let me just say, as the pastor of the church, I think we should have fun. And that's one of our values around here. We're, we're going to enjoy life. We're going to have fun. But you you also need to be sensitive right. and, and not, mm -hmm. you know, desecrate, you know, people's hearts and lives and, and death and sickness. It, you know, you don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. So I think when we, at least for us, you guys can talk about how you've done that. But I wanted to just say as a lead pastor, you need to have fun, but not around Mm -hmm. the topic itself mm -hmm. have fun in life wisdom. anyway in other words you're going to have fun in life so make it right. about that not about the issue at hand right yeah totally agree like with the challenges you know i mean we're stuck inside right now with kids so we're going to i know a lot of moms are trying to make this as fun as we can we don't want our kids to look back on this time and be like man that was really scary you know so like you said, we're not making light of the situation because the situation is serious, but we're trying in the midst of it to have fun as a family and to, you know, grow together through this time. Yeah. Yeah. And Jordan and I have um, had several conversations about some of the vlogs that, that we're doing for the students. It's part of the TV guide. We do a daily vlog and it's just the youth pastors honestly acting goofy. And it's like you guys hey, are acting goofy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, once again, you guys got me in. I'm watching you guys playing baseball at Wawa. Right, right. And it's it's all this balance of, you know, we don't want to be disrespectful. We don't want to take lightly what's going on. We know it's right. a big deal. We know yeah. this. Um, we we got to honor, you know, the, the government and what they're telling us to do. So we're 
we're trying to bring the joy of the Lord to the students mm-hmm. and show, hey, the, the youth yeah. pastors are doing fine and they're being respectful, but they're having a good time at the same time. We want to make the students feel, we want to make them laugh and entertain them just yeah. like at a service. Uh, we're not getting to do that right now live, but um, we're just really trying to pastor them that way. So they're, you know, not everything we put out isn't like, just kind of serious and mm-hmm. hey, here's a message for you, students. We want them to feel Would the that fun be that we an try to issue provide. Anyway, <laughs> that you guys are always going to be serious <laughs> anyway. I think some deep thinkers. thinkers. We need to remind you guys to put out some like really right. like, yeah, like helpful content. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know what kind of content are you guys finding across the board, different ages that people are engaging with the most? The young people, kids. And parents, uh, moms and dads, as well as teenagers, what what are they? What do they seem to be craving? If if I'm a church listening and I haven't started any of this, you know, what are people craving, and where do I start? Like, where do I start? I want to speak into this because I I, I know where you guys are going to go with this because mm-hmm. this is these are things we've talked about around here, and if all we're doing is just putting out content, fun and helpful stuff regarding this. You can't get on any platform these days at all without hearing stuff that uh, there's all kind of funny, ridiculous stuff, but helpful stuff regarding Mm -hmm. the medical side of this coronavirus or education and all of that. So we don't need to just be another channel Mm -hmm. that people are getting from. And so I think back to, you know, Moses praying to God, God, Mm -hmm. we're not leaving this place unless your presence goes with right. us. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to distinguish us from all the rest mm-hmm. of the people in the world? Right. So for you guys, I know one of the things that you're going to talk about is this the spiritual element of it. So how do we empower? How do we invest? How do we deepen students and kids and families' spiritual water table in this time that we're not just another fun thing that's happening right. and producing content? Right. Because uh, that truly is what we should be hitting anyway, is, mm-hmm. is that mark. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that that's mm-hmm. an area we're really targeting. Yes. And you said something earlier, looking at the analytics. Mm-hmm. So now dig into that a little bit. Okay. So we're learning that as well. I'm not a social media expert or anything, but I've, I've been trained by a few people lately. <laughs> now I feel like I've, I know a lot more than I used to. So as we're looking at analytics, it's just interesting to see where people... Um, have gone back and replayed something more than other parts of a video. It's interesting to see how long they'll watch a video. So we're continuing to learn um, as we move forward, how should we alter what we're we're doing to ultimately impact uh, people on a higher level? And then the end game, of course, is to connect with them. So like I I said earlier, the, the biggest parts we're seeing in the kids' videos is the prayer time and the scripture memory time. And the game time, those are the parts where you see a peak mm-hmm. in the analytics. And it looks like people are going back and re-watching the games. They're going back and uh, doing the scripture memory a few times. Um, it seems like they're they're craving prayer. They want to hear their, their like, leaders praying for them. I love what you're saying right now is you just... Know? The, that that it's it's both. They're not just there for a game and a good no. time. Like, right. Mm-hmm. They, they we need. Let's just be honest. Like that's what the world needs. They right need now, it. Jesus. Yeah. And so we just got to figure out new ways of mm-hmm. introducing Jesus. And they them. miss their leaders. It. I've taken for granted yeah. the the voice. How important the voices of these leaders are to to the people. Because when they see their director on screen and their director prays over them through that screen, it really is meaningful to them. You can see it in the analytics. 
And you can see it in the comments. You can actually see the responses. Oh, it's so good to see you, Pastor Cherie, on the screen. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for doing these videos. They're very grateful for it. Mm -hmm. It's that connection piece that they're craving and that we're, we're trying so hard to give it to them. You know, not just putting out content, but creating opportunities for people to mm -hmm. connect through the content. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, like I said, we're still learning how to do it. We're, we're, <laughs> we every 10 are. minutes, oh, yeah. we're getting you know, new ideas we and you know, what do we need to evolve and change? So, Like to that, on my Zoom call that I did last Wednesday for our high school group, we did the call and it ended because on Zoom it just like cuts you off when you're at 40 minutes. 40 so minutes. we cut off. This is that free Zoom subscription yeah, line. And I had like 12 students text me, message me, let's get back on. So we to just talk about spiritual stuff, life, just to well, be in relationship. To be in relationship wow. and talk. So like about a dozen awesome. of us hopped back on for about another 30 minutes and just talked, hung out. I asked for their prayer requests. We prayed for them. And it was so cool to see how you know, everyone has been sitting on their phone before this time and was ignoring relationship. Right now, everyone's sitting on their phone during this time and they're craving relationship. Right. right. And so they're like begging me to talk with them and get on this. And it's really, really cool to see them just be like, "Let's connect. Let's mm -hmm. do this." It's so cool. Yeah. That's, it's that's so cool so to see the students and the kids. They're na they're so natural at this. Like the adults, we're the ones who are like, hey, we got to change things up. They're all going, we've been doing this for yeah. the last 10 years. Where have you guys been? About time you guys. Yeah. Welcome to the party. Yeah, come yeah. on. Okay, but that, that leads me to a really great question and thought. And this is something that I know that, Randy, you've led us as a staff to really make sure that this is priority is, is when we're talking about connecting relationally with people, yes, we are talking about everything that we just spent the last 20, 30 minutes talking about. But it's also making sure that we're connecting with our volunteers, mm -hmm. our leaders, keeping our adults in community. So how are you guys, you know, you've got, how many volunteers do we have we need, in, in Bayside? Kids? I mean, on, on in the docket, there's over a thousand, but like we need 600 volunteers on a weekend to run things. But you've got yeah. somewhere between 600 and a thousand yeah. active yeah. volunteers. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah. It is a lot of people to that, that they need community. Oh yeah. So we're yeah. talking about wow, you know, giving community to our students, but we also have these student leaders, and we have right. groups. And mm -hmm. how, how you can't we, outpace your resources. Okay, right. you're all this stuff is getting to the end user, mm -hmm. but if you don't have the resources, the relational people there to help you, and leaders, mm -hmm. then you're going to outpace your resources. Yep. So how have you done that, uh, April? What are you guys doing to connect? with your leaders, your volunteers. Yeah, so the, the yeah. volunteers, I mean, in kids ministry, you know, that's a, a third of our ministry. We have parents, kids, and volunteers that we're pastoring. And so for our volunteers, we've created um, groups, basically that kind of mimic their serve teams on the weekend. Um, so that they're still not just connecting with their director, but with the people that they serve with. Because on the weekends, we love on kids and we teach them the Word of God, but we also have community with each other. Mm. And we didn't want them to lose that. So um, across our eight campuses, we've created 101 groups, like connection groups is what we're kind of calling them, um, based on how they serve on the weekends, their teams, and they're interacting on Zoom calls or um, Facebook Live or hang or what's it called? Facebook chat. 
You can tell I'm the mom of the group, right? Like, <laughs> Facebook what something. Is it? Thank you. The Go, private something group on Facebook. Come on, Gen Z, or yeah, help me out. Um, Google Hangout. Watch you know, party. Mama <laughs> April over there. Yeah. Dude, I, try, yourself. I tried to do a Google Hangout this morning. Yeah. It, it doesn't fail. work. It doesn't. Well. We quit and did a Zoom call. Yeah, I like Zoom like, better. I like Zoom better. This up. podcast sponsored by <laughs> Zoom. 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 Okay, but, but, but are you doing something for the, the kids? In other words, we've talked about this. Because one day we're going to have church again. And so the kids are going to come back to class. And the first time they come, there's anxiety anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you have a worker who's there, a volunteer, who's regularly there that brings comfort to the kids. If you lose that during this time, you're going to have all these battles again when you come back. So what are you guys doing in kids' ministry to help navigate that so kids still have this familiar leader and connection? Yeah, so we're um, at some of our smaller campuses. Of course, you know, we have campuses of all sizes. Um, But one of our smaller campuses that has one service, they are already doing um, weekly on Sunday after the kids' service airs and the 1115 service airs, they are doing Zoom calls for their kindergarten and first grade class with their their teacher Um, and the director has connected them and so we're working on that um, with some of our smaller campuses and then with our larger campuses we're actually having um, our directors do like video text messages to a family so they can address all the kids in the family and connect with them that way so we're trying our best to connect them even at campuses that, you know, of course, at our, our um, broadcast campus, we run over a thousand kids a weekend. So that's a lot of kids to try and connect with their um, with their regular leaders. So. Yeah. yeah. So a family at a time, you could call a teacher could call from the three year old room and say, hey, that's uh, I miss you guys so much. Sally, Bobby, so and so she can go through yeah. three or four names at a time and share it that way with the parents. Because we're always trying to go through the parent channel in kids' ministry. Yes. So we're going parents to kids, so volunteers to parents to kids. So then it's sharing all the information with them and wh- how much of that can we share mm-hmm. so that we are working on a trickle-down method for the big campuses. Mm-hmm. The smaller ones are easier in this time to keep people connected. You don't have many layers to go yeah. through, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, but I love I love what, what you're doing. You've got, you've got groups and community for kids. You've got groups and community for your volunteers, but then you're keeping your kids and your volunteers connected right. to one another yeah. so that when this resumes, mm-hmm. they still have their same pastor. Yes. They still have their same classroom teacher. They mm-hmm. still have that relationship right. and it hasn't been lost. Now, Jordan, how are you guys doing that in in the youth world? Yeah, um, Is it the same or have, have you found that you've needed to modify it a little bit? It's similar and modified at the same time. What we're doing, I'll speak to like the, the ministry I'm running, the high school ministry at this campus, I have a group me account with all my dream team and I'm texting them in that every day. Hey guys, let me know how I can be praying for you. Love y'all. Can't wait to see y'all on whatever we're doing that day. And then we're doing a once a week dream team group or Zoom call where we're all having some small group time together face to face. And we're just, we're really hanging out there. We do a little devotional thing, but we're connecting with them as much as we can because all my volunteers want to be doing something all the time, it feels right. like. And so right now I'm just getting them saying, hey guys, let's call these students and pastor these students. And I'm trying to model that for them through the Zoom calls. And I think it's working really well. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. Now, are you are you saying that your your volunteer leaders are doing the same thing? You're modeling that for your volunteer leaders, yeah, so, so that they're staying connected with your volunteer correct. leaders. Correct. So, like, I have a volunteer leaders who there are these two females that uh, help us, and they do a phenomenal job. So they just are doing a Zoom small group now with the girls in this group. One of them was running a girls small group. One of them wasn't. She was just a server. And they're helping run this small group together wow. to pastor all the girls who want to be pastored. And I showed them how to do that through the Zoom call. I had a Zoom call with our dream team and said, okay, now go do this with all the girls that you have a phone number of, text them and have them do this. Wow. And it's working. The girls love that call. And the guys, same thing's happening. They the love guys the are doing it too. too. Yeah. yeah. The guys love being <laughs> on the girls call. call there? I'm going to hop on that one. <laughs> I love yeah. that you said. I love that you said. You know, sometimes in crisis times, uh, we we think that the church is we're worried it's going to shrink or it's not going to thrive or something. And you just said that you've got a leader who wasn't leading a group is mm. now leading yeah. a group. Right. In this, like it's right. growing. For it's sure. This this can be done. We can stay connected. We can do it through right. this crisis. Listen, through the this. landscape of the church, your church, the church in America, really globally, I think the landscape should change forever. Yeah. Oh, in other yeah. words, you have people that are maybe they don't want to be socially up front in you know in front of people, but they will lead a digital group like right. this. Oh, and yeah. there's no reason why these things shouldn't continue mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. I think the church is going to be so much stronger oh, and yeah. better now. Yeah. And it's not that we'll have to make a, a left turn and just shut all this off and go the you know another direction. Mm-hmm. We just now will keep these things Absolutely. to right. what we were yeah. doing before. Yeah. Especially cuz like keep it because the generation coming up in our church, this is their life. They're right? born with a phone they're, in their hand. Called yeah. native. What is it called? It's social natives. They always have been on technology. So they've never not, not known it. They've, right. they've lived only with What's Instagram. What's this word again, son? Yeah, help, help the old guy out. What's <laughs> social natives. Social natives. Mm. Okay. It's just okay. It's so cool because now they're we can do that for them and just have it for them more than we ever have. Why not? It, well, there's all these new terminology now. What do we have, netiquette now? No, I learned netiquette, netiquette. the other day. Netiquette. I don't even yeah. know that. Netiquette. Oh, let me introduce you. Introduce yes. The <laughs> camera. This is, this is so it, important. It, it this is a, a, this is a new a word, buzzword like right now. How to talk and engage with people digitally on social media. It's, it's netiquette. Self-awareness, wow. yeah. but it's now the digital, the right. networking. So netiquette yeah. Yeah. is like mute yourself on Zoom. Exactly. Yes, yes. that is great. Things netiquette. like that. <laughs> netiquette. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I suppose I could be wrong sometimes. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> no, that's what it is. Yeah I, I, yeah. I really. You know, we're learning all sorts of new things mm-hmm. here. It's mm-hmm. crazy. All right. So speaking of netiquette and building things around. Um, topics uh when we were preparing for this we actually put on instagram pastor Andy, you put on your instagram and asked some questions hey around this topic knowing we we're going to talk about um engage in social media uh what do you want to hear and so we had a couple people write in and i want to throw these questions to you guys um all right the the one of them is what are the most challenging relationships to maintain and how do you maintain them in this season I mean, right now, it's a hard toss-up between my two-year-old and my seven-year-old. <laughs> she didn't throw me in the mix, so that's good. No, he's that's good. good. At least you're potty trained. Yeah. <laughs> Got that. So true. Uh, I mean, for kids' ministry and probably even for youth, I would say, from like looking at it from where we are, this volunteer piece, staying connected with the people that we're accustomed to serving with week in and week out on a regular basis, now that that has become only digital – 
that's kind of the I think the most challenging piece. Um, and a lot of those people who are dream team members or volunteers, mm-hmm. they have a server gifting that they're not getting to employ as much as yes. they would like to. So there's kind of that, you know, that circular thing that isn't happening quite yet that we're trying to figure out in a digital way. So I would say, you know, the volunteer piece is the toughest one. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that. A lot of our volunteers in kids ministry are um, females, you know, and they're moms. And so right now they've their whole world's been turned upside down. They're now homeschooling their kids. They have them home all the time. A lot of them are still trying to balance work with all these new responsibilities. And so, you know, we're just trying to figure out how to keep them engaged and meet them where they're at right now and support them. So that's definitely definitely one that's hard to maintain right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, if they have a server gift and they want to help still lead and be involved, they could do a group for you mm-hmm. so to connect with your volunteers yep. and your students. But then you have some of them who can't because they're so busy. Yeah. So I think when you keep them connected by reaching out to them and how can we serve you and help you during this time as mm-hmm. a single parent or a parent right. who's schooling right. and still working as well. Right. And I think that kind of keeps people in the fold yes. so that when this thing all gets turned back around or slowly turned back on, however mm-hmm. it's going to go, that we maintain relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our directors are doing an incredible job with that. Like I talked to one of them this morning and she mentioned a volunteer who you know had a really rough day yesterday and because it's kind of starting to hit everybody especially when they announce that now it's going to be another 30 days i think all the moms were like what so um she had a rough day yesterday and then another staff member another one of our staff members piped up and said oh yeah i spoke with her yesterday she's you know she's struggling we prayed on the phone so it's like multiple people are are reaching out to them Mm -hmm. which is so cool you know i mean It's this is it's creating such incredible unity mm-hmm. in our teams um, that you would think would be the opposite, but it's just creating such unity amongst everyone. Sounds like they're taking the initiative and really being the church. Yeah, right. Yeah, For to sure. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yes, and I've even seen it in the staff too. Like we've been working together and being uh, collaborative with people that we normally wouldn't need to. I yeah, guess. Yeah. So you're seeing. Yeah, everybody's just doing whatever like, it you takes. Didn't want to be <laughs> relational. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but okay. But, but um, yeah. it's amazing what yeah. has to happen when yeah. when you're figuring out something new and True. and you're all shifting to try to help people stay connected in a new in a new mm-hmm. type of world. And mm-hmm. I know that this I, I I know this conversation has been so helpful to so many uh, people listening. And you guys have shared so many resources and things that you should do. And I believe all Pastor Rini, we can find it all on your website and yeah if you want to know more about what we're talking about and all these resources are available to you plus there's a whole lot more on the website just go to randybz.com and uh, just fill out your information there Uh, we'll send you an email so that you can access all of this information and you can use all of these resources we put them all in this uh, document there so you can copy and paste put your own church's name on it use the stuff however you want it make it better then right. send it back to <laughs> yeah. us yeah, so we'll use what you have and we'll try to make it better but you'll probably have already brought it to the pinnacle so yeah we'll, we'll share and share alike okay thanks for listening to another episode of the relational leader podcast for more resources visit randybazette.com